Welcome, everybody, to one of my favorite things that we do here at Magnum Opus Project, a customer success story. So, Pete, Mark, welcome to the show. Pete's been with us for quite a while. You've been part of the community. You first started with the probate mastery course, uh, becoming a CPE. And most recently, uh, one of the first people to buy, take, and finish, which is something important we're going to talk about today, is actually taking and finishing the courses that you purchased. He's one of the first early adopters of this. So, Really excited to kind of jump into his story before probate mastery, before earn, and then after both and how 80% of his deal flow is coming from this niche. Um, I think you guys can get a lot of good ideas, a lot of encouragement, and this is proof that this works even in one of the most competitive markets. Actually, Pete's in the most competitive market I've ever coached probate in. I've coached people in Midtown Manhattan and every major MSA. Colorado has some really variables that make it the most competitive probate market in the country. So it's a really, he's really good proof that if you work, this works. And I'm really excited to jump into his story. So Pete, thanks for giving us your time today. Well, thanks for having me on. It's an honor to talk to you. Tell everybody a little bit about how you got where you are, how you found probate as your niche, and we'll kind of start there as a foundation. Well, sure. So uh, way back in another life, I was in Massachusetts in law enforcement. And I moved out here to be with some family and uh, took on the law enforcement tag again out here for a little while. And then I found it was the same people going through the courthouse that I had picked up on the ambulance as a paramedic. So I said, well, I'm done with this. And I went and joined the family business of real estate. My aunt and uncle have been out here since the 80s doing it. You know, you're supposed to start with your sphere of influence. Well, since my relatives were out here doing it, we had the same sphere of influence. I wasn't about to like steal their clients, you know, just ethically. So I had to find my own clients. I got my real estate license in 2018. As everybody knows or should know that it takes a couple of years as a new real estate agent, whether you have a sphere or not, to get going. Just before the COVID hit, I was starting to pick up business and going and I had seen this advertisement, oh, probate, come in, you know, we'll talk to you. I knew it was an upsell situation, but I wanted to go and I figured I was going to go learn about people that were getting divorced. Well, it turns out it was talking about probate as in people that have passed. They wanted 700 and some odd dollars for that class. And I wasn't about to do that. So I did some research. I came across probate mastery and uh, I took your class, which is, you know, a national class basically. And then I found some other attorneys here that were offering classes, both for continuing education credits and non-continuing. And I took all of those that I could find to make it a local thing. Yeah. Uh, then, then COVID hit. I didn't do anything except that whole summer of COVID, I spent building up my referral database. So now I have a 30-page spreadsheet from A to Z well, almost the X, 1031 exchanges of referral partners. So I have that spreadsheet open every day. I've got about 12 attorneys on, on that spreadsheet, but I've made really good relationships with about four and I get referrals probably from three of those on a regular basis. And then once COVID lifted a little bit, we started going and now I'm rolling. And this is why, I mean, out of 10 transactions, eight of them will be probate. That's great. How much of that came from marketing versus referrals? Like as a percentage, how much of it came from direct mail, phone prospecting? I did direct mail when I first started. Um, my very first probate deal did come from uh, direct mail, followed up with a phone call. But that was, that, that was pre-COVID. 
So I did one before COVID and then nothing else from mailings and nothing from open houses, obviously nothing. Everything was either I found the lead myself and I called or it came from an attorney. So I don't spend any money on mailings anymore because it's just a waste of money unless I talk to the personal representative first. I want to point out to anyone who's not in the Colorado market, it, Colorado, as I mentioned in the beginning, is probably the toughest market I've ever coached in. The way the courthouse handles the data for privacy reasons, yeah. they will essentially season the data and release it after the probate has been well into process, unless you're willing to pay $5 per record at the courthouse. In which case, like if you're pulling Denver probate leads, you can spend upwards of $1,500 a month just to get the list. Every market, you know, is becoming more competitive in the mailbox with direct mail. That's one of the big reasons, you know, I see the market shifting. I'm quite bearish on on where we're headed for the next 36 months in, in residential real estate. And I know that all the, the, the housing data is great and positive, but the macroeconomic data is not. And real estate as an asset class is subject to that. So I felt like we needed to deliver something that would allow you to actually cut your marketing budget and increase your profitability by, and not sacrifice deal flow, actually get more transactions. Actions. The iron course will allow you to, instead of hammering the phones and, and filling the mailbox, you do what Pete's done. You build a professional network and you just enjoy inbound referrals and do what you do best, the dollar productive things. I'm excited to be able to give you guys someone who's getting that result in one of the toughest markets in the country, because if it's working for him in his first couple of years of business, and it's working for him in one of the toughest markets in the country, like the, the investor competition is fierce in, in the, the Denver metro market. So let's talk about kind of before earn, how many of those attorney relationships did you have? How did you get them? And when you were taking the course, like what were your epiphanies and what have you taken action on that you're doing differently now to get more attorney referrals or attorney relationships? Well, before the earn class, I had made, because I had taken the probate mastery and making relationships with the attorneys as part of that, you know, it's touched upon. I started that. I took a couple of days and I, you know, made my list of 30 or 40 attorneys and I went knocking on doors. I got kicked out of a lot of them you know, because they, oh, here comes another realtor or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there were two that welcomed me with open arms. And those are the two of them that I still do business with. And then after the earn class, I've expanded that a little bit, but I'm happy with the attorneys that I've already built a relationship with. So now I'm going into actually uh, the politicians, city councilors, that sort of route, because they come across a lot of people. And if they come across somebody that you know, oh, my so-and-so, my aunt passed away or whatever, they can, oh, well, hey, call this guy. One of my referral partners is a fence installer. I hooked him up once with the family up at Thornton, and he sent me five referrals. With the earn class, there were a lot of, the biggest thing I took away, obviously, was the state exec. And I, I just got a listing Friday in Golden, officially got the contract signed Friday for the listing. And I provided him with the exec estate and he called me Saturday afternoon and he couldn't be more happy with what is included in that. The brother passed away. It was, it's a hoarder house, but he's got a lot of antiques. He's got an MG car that's in the garage in mint condition. Of course, it's covered <laughs> with stuff, but you know, just for listing all the assets and the information that was on that, he was very thankful that I provided it for him. 
That's awesome. So part of the earn, earn attorney referrals now course is a software partnership where we can provide you consumer facing software that's $200 for only $85. But most importantly, we're providing you the ability to issue a, a 10 day free license to every single prospect you want to market to. So whether you're making phone calls or direct mailing, we provide you with the tools to actually reach out to be one of the first people reaching out, not even to talk about real estate. Hey, my name's Chad. We've got a social enterprise here in Denver that helps families going through probate and trust administration. As part of that, we try to reach out to everybody in the very beginning and offer one of the most valuable tools that we have. Here is a paper checklist that'll help you walk through the entire administration. Or if you'd rather have an electronic version of this, please call my office. We'll get you set up for free. They don't even need to know that you're paying a licensing price, just that you get the social credit for providing the software. So if you haven't taken the course inside of the course, there's a letter that's there. The call to action is it's it's all designed to bring them back to you as the trusted hub of, of this whole thing. So yes, the attorney will play a role. Yes, the probate judge, the probate clerk, all those people will play a role. But you want to present yourself as the hub, the center of this, the probate expert. And then that way you get the first phone call and build the relationship. And by introducing them to the fence builder or the attorney or, you know, the CPA, you just get more and more and more social credit. So Probate Mastery had, I think, 13 letters, but EARN is a combination of marketing and software and education all kind of put together. And the other thing is you can actually, as a student of the, of the EARN course, you can be listed as the local expert in that checklist. And Pete, have you did you do that with Dan? I don't believe I did. Uh, Dan, the founder and CEO of Estate Exec, is incredibly excited about the, the partnership. He's already commented on the quality of the students who have taken the course. He's never really worked with people like that. If you are a student of EARN, you can email Estate Exec support team and request that you be put into the, the local. They have 3,149 county specific checklist. So there's nuances. Like if you're in Louisiana, you have a parish, not a county. And everything looks very different. It goes through Chancery Court in Tennessee. So they have actually done the work to go through the entire country, <clears throat> document all the nuances, and make that into their checklist. So you can trust that when one of your prospects says, I'm in Arizona, I'm in Yuma County, that that checklist is specific to Yuma County, Arizona. But to take that further, if you're a student, they will put you in the checklist like on week two. It will say, take advantage of, of a free conversation with the Denver County probate expert. Because of the level of professionalism they've seen from our students, they're actually willing to put you into the checklist as a local expert. So even if you're not marketing, even if a family just blindly finds the retail version of their software, or they might sign up for a state exec. When they get to that point in the checklist, it's going to pull up an, a checklist item that says, hey, you need to call Pete Mark. He's the local expert in Denver. So let, let him go through and do kind of do an audit, make sure you have everything you need. And you get an inbound phone call with a family who needs help. And we know there's an 83% chance they own real estate. So it's likely you'll monetize that. And then beyond that, we've got some more interesting news. So we were independently building a stateprofessionals.org, which is a national directory. And we're looking at actually integrating that into the estate exec software. So you can, behind a password, you can put your vendors into that platform and they can get built into the checklist. So in week one, 
you can say, here's our preferred Denver CPA. He can help you get your EIN and prepare to file the last tax return. Here's our preferred estate sale company. And then we're literally all on the same page. We can all be looking at the list of assets, the list of liabilities, the dates. We're all really working as a vertically integrated team. So that's kind of the next phase of this. Everyone's going to benefit from integrating these pieces that have been fragmented forever. So we're, we're tying together the real estate professional, the attorney, paper tools, uh, as well as software tools to kind of tighten this up and make it more efficient for everybody. I got a referral from one of my other attorneys. I've never gotten a real estate deal from her, but uh, this family needed a broker price opinion. So I went up, I dropped what I was doing and did that, got it for her, sent her a few referrals in the meantime. But last Thursday, she called me up in tears because something had happened. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere. So I was on the phone with her for an hour and 15 minutes, you know, solving her problems. And now, you know, she told me she's been so thankful that, you know, her son is, has a bed breakfast business, a B&B, Airbnb, that he's buying properties now. And she's, we're going to use you as our real estate expert because she had a real problem. The attorney was going to write the contract. And I told her, I'm like, I have a solution for you. We can solve this in an hour down at my office. But, you know, talk to the attorney, see what, what happens. So, you know, I didn't get that sale, which is fine. But I'll get anybody she talks to that's going to sell a house or needs to buy a house. Yeah, and I think that's a hard thing for a lot of people to accept. They're like, oh, that was a junk lead or a junk referral. And if you have the right mindset in this, and I'm really proud of you and how you've you've embraced what, what we teach. Like, if you have the right mindset, I mean, I know one lady who got 13 listings from one family who didn't have a house to sell. I know there was another guy who got a commercial real estate out parcel in Northern Virginia, a trailer uh, or a trailer park in Florida, and then some swampland, like some crappy Florida land. But all of that was from helping one guy whose father had a mobile home that he didn't even own. He leased it. So the people who are just calling, you know, just shooting for the jugular, just trying to have a real estate conversation, you're literally stepping over multi-thousand dollar checks to try to get to the next lead because you won't slow down and actually be benevolent and say, how can I help this person? Provide value first and be willing to, you know, talk to everybody. See what it's focused on people and situation. And you'll never, ever be chasing deals for the rest of your career because these stories come out every time you help someone, you become the expert. And the next time they have a real estate need, you're the first person they think of. So if there anyone who's stepping away from leads and, and saying, well, that was a junk lead or, you know, that person wasted my time, I'll challenge you that you probably have left thousands and thousands of dollars on the table and you're not even aware of it. Just help everyone you can. And you never know where your next referral is coming from. I mean, this guy, if he's if he's doing Airbnb at scale in the Denver market, it could be he could be buying 10 houses a year from you. So good for you. Thank you. I'm curious. So the whole first part of the course was mainly for context. So people could understand just how damn challenging it is to be in the state attorney. The biggest reason 46% of Americans or less have a will is because culturally, we don't want to talk about our death. We don't want to have a plan for it. So they have an incredibly hard customer base to deal with already if they want to be in planning, especially. But the whole first part of this was here's why it's so tough to be an attorney. The whole second part is how, how what are all the ways we can really bring value to them? 
and and bring them our best referrals. And then we had a few marketing ideas. We had the customizable no trespassing sign, which is a way for us to connect with, you know, the petitioners sooner. But I'm curious, like what other things really stood out to you, like especially having experience under your belt, doing probate deals. What did you learn that surprised you? Well, forgive me for I what's the attorney's name from California? I forgot his name. Uh, John Fraker. Yes. He was just his stuff alone was worth the price of the course. <laughs> yeah. You know, as how he talks about what what he's done. I mean, he's like a one-man show, right? One man office. So what he shared as far as how he handles things as, as an attorney and his, you know, how he deals with people, that sort of thing was what I took out of the class the most. So hearing yeah. right from the attorneys, I concentrated more on what the attorneys were saying, what would uh, turn somebody off when you walk into the office versus, okay, this is what we really need. What would help us? What would take that administrator burden off? That sort of thing. But Fraker's awesome. <laughs> that's that's great to know. I mean, I, I ask a lot of of very very busy attorneys to be you know co instructors in a course. I thought that might blow up in my face. I'm glad you got a lot from that format. I I, I really enjoyed doing it. Co producing a course is way more fun than standing here beating yourself up, making yourself do it like alone, right? <laughs> it was actually really fun to have, you know, both our successful practitioners, like our real estate professionals, as well as the attorneys that have become part of our community. And we all kind of teach together. It was a lot, a lot more fun that way. What would you say to someone who's, who might be, well, I'll give you two different things. Someone who has never dealt with probate, but somehow has found this video and they're, they're thinking about it. You know, we'd see a lot of people join our community. They're heard about, heard about it. And they're just, just dipping their toe in. What would you say to that person? And then what would you also say to the person who thinks that, ah, oh, hell, what I learned in probate mastery, you know, Chad covered building a referral network in session two. I don't need that. Like, what's your advice to the, to the folks watching? So, like I said earlier, the probate mastery and everything is more of a national course. You know, it teaches the ins and outs of probate, how it operates over the majority of the country. So I would, I would recommend take the probate mastery class and then do what it says. Build that referral network. At my brokerage, we have a Facebook page. And, you know, even in real estate school, they tell you, get your referrals under, under wraps. So you have a referral base and I can't tell you the amount of, it's almost daily that there are people, real estate agents on that Facebook group saying, Hey, I need a electrician. Does anybody have one? I, I used to put stuff up there, but now I'm like, you know what? You need to get your own damn stuff. You know, I, cause I spent, I, I've had people ask me for my, for my spreadsheet and I'm like, no, I'm not giving you my spreadsheet to yeah, me and build that, <laughs> you know? So do what it says in the probate mastery class. Cause that's like an orientation class basically. And then find a local attorney that is teaching probate or something along those lines so that you learn the ins and outs of your local probate system, your local court system. And then you add the real estate into that. And then it's just after that, it's just about helping people. So with, I mean, do what the course teaches you and asks of you to do. And I think the, the referral, having your referral partners is one of the biggest steps because you are going to need it, whether it's probate or not. Yeah. Having taken both courses, do you think that someone could come in and not 
have any experience in probate, take the earn course and actually hit the and, and be able to build a business? Or do you think that you need to work with the personal representatives first and kind of get the experience before you go putting yourself out there to attorneys? What's your advice to someone I, who I, I think I think it depends on the person, that personality. You know, you and I both have backgrounds where we're used to going in and hi, how you doing type of thing and being thrust in a situation versus going in, hi, my name's Pete and I'm on a probate special. Not you have to be sure of yourself and what you can do, what you can provide. Because if you're not, they're gonna read that right away and they're gonna be like, yep. goodbye. You know, so if your comp self-confidence is up there. And you've done the training and you've gone through all this and you've done research on your own and looked stuff up, you're going to be very confident if you can do that and walk into an attorney's office. You know, they put their pants on the same way that you and I put one leg at a time. They're not any different than us. And, you know, some people are intimidated by attorneys. Let's face it. It doesn't bother me at all. But, you know, the guy next door might be like, holy crap, you know, he, he makes $2 million a year. And here I am as a little real estate agent just starting out. But knowledge is power. And if you have the knowledge, don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, awesome. If people want to reach out to you, I mean, other than a member of Probate Mastery Alumni, which is a private group for CPEs only, the other place is our general community, which is a state professional's mastermind. Any other ways you'd like to share that people can get in touch with you? Uh, if they want to get in touch with me, um, Pete.marck Pete at gmail.com. 720-203-8812. And then I do have a, a website. It's called frontrangehomes.net. So and anybody that's in the Denver market, Saturday, Saturday the 25th, I'm going to be on ESPN radio at 7 a.m. It's a tape show, so we're taping it on Thursday, but I'm going to have a probate attorney on the show with us. And we're going to talk about probate. So 1600 on the AM dial. ESPN Radio in Denver. Tune in. And this is the, is it the second time you've done the show? Yeah. Yep. This is the, the first time I did it just by myself. And, you know, I had to say, I don't know, every 10 minutes, I'm not an attorney, but, you know, like, like Bill, Bill says all the time, you know, Bill Gross, I could share my experiences. Right. So that's pretty much what I did. Now I'm bringing an attorney on so she can answer questions, legal questions, and I could stick with the probate and the real estate. So you invited the attorney, provide value first, right? You invited one of your probate attorneys in, which will give them even more credibility and more exposure. And more that's what I That's how I sold it to her. Because she, so this attorney's firm, this is one of the first attorneys that I walked into. And he and I had a similar situation uh, having to do with our families and probate. So we really connected. And he had just started his probate business. And I asked him how much he did probate. He said, not that much, but that's an area that I'm looking to do. And this is just before COVID. So after COVID, he brought this other attorney on. So he just specializes in doing the estate planning side of it with the trusts and the wills and everything. And then she handles the actual probate. So I've worked with her on several deals, but they're still trying to grow that probate business. So I said, hey, you know, it's a great marketing opportunity. Credibility gives you immediate credibility and gives you, you know, I don't know how many people listen at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning to real estate, but there are some and, you know, you get a recording of the of the show or whatever to put on your social media. That's nice. I don't know if you've ever connected with Roger Lisi. Roger was one of the first people to take probate mastery back in like 2013, 14. He does a radio show and he's in Northwest Arkansas. 
And you might want to connect with Roger. To, you guys could could kind of cross pollinate and share some ideas. He's been doing it for a couple of years, and he's in a state professionals mastermind and probate mastery alumni. If you want to connect with him in there, but uh, he's got quite a bit of experience under his belt now, so he might be able to help you. You know, if you if you have an ongoing opportunity, I did purchase the Zoom package, and I'm going to basically copy Bill Bill in California, the LA probate expert and interview my referral partners and start that community group. You just have to, I mean, every you lay everything out in the class and it's up to the individual to actually do it. And, yep. you know, I, I had a supervisor in the Air Force and he was chewing some guy, well, he was chewing all of us out, but he said, look, it's like going grocery shopping. You take something that you want it off the shelf. You put it in your cart, you take it home, you use it. You come back, you go shopping again you decide to take it off the shelf again, you might go a couple more aisles. Fine, you decide you don't want it. You take that out and you put it back on the shelf. It's the same thing. And that's kind of how I've done my own training too, is I take in your class. I listen to Bill and the other people in probate mastery and I take bits and pieces and I put together what works for me. But you yeah. have to do it. You can't just take the class, take the test and, oh, I'm a probate expert. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing your advice and your experience and for being a valuable part of our community. Like I said, I look forward to future interviews. I, I really want to, I'd like to have you come back as soon as you get your Facebook community off the ground and your vendors realize how much value it is to be an admin and a group like you're putting together. So I really look forward to, if you don't mind letting the community have visibility into that, yeah. kind of showing, showing how you built that. So let's do that next. That sounds great. Thanks for having me. It's, you know, like I said at the beginning, before we started taping, if it wasn't, you know, for probate mastery, I wouldn't really have any referrals. <laughs> but yeah, well, we put it all together for everybody. That's great. Thank you. That does my heart good. I'm glad we can help. And I look forward to helping you continue to grow through your career. So thanks so much for being here today, Pete, and for your time. And for everybody else, if you haven't taken these courses and you want 80% of your business to be inbound, be sure to check out these courses in our communities. You can start for free by going to Estate Professionals Mastermind. Go to probatemastery.com, subscribe to the podcast, start learning from these folks. We have lots of people like Pete in the community that are generous and willing to give up their best secrets. We're very much culturally, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats and we don't have poison pens in our community. Everyone's supportive, not destructive. So if you've never done a probate deal and you're curious, You've got an amazing group of individuals like Pete, over 5,000 people in a state professionals mastermind. Come see us. See, this might be for you. And uh, if you decide it is, I would say jump into these courses and you'll have even more access to people like Pete who are certified probate experts. But thanks everybody for watching. Pete, thank you for your time and have a great day.